I'm very excited. Episode four, can't beat it. Feeney talks with friends. I'm here with a great friend. Uh, I got the shirt. Oh, first, let's thank Direct Line Media. Dave from De- Direct Line Media, thanks for having us. This is an amazing place and a great opportunity. I just love talking with friends. And again, great friend here. Wendy, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. Wendy uh, is mom, professor, makerspace extraordinaire, mom of three boys too, so. It's hardcore. <laughs> That's real. My uh, sister Boy moms are special people. Boy moms. <laughs> yeah, I relate because my wife's, my sister-in-law has three boys. You, you know them. Boy, yeah. So three boys. Yeah, yeah. Anything you want to talk about that? Three boys? Yeah, let's go. I wouldn't trade it for a hundred years. Um, definitely not a bow making uh, mom, even though I was sent to make a bow today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Made a great bow, too. Um, yeah, my three boys. So high school senior. We'll see how that year goes. Uh, high school freshman. So um, stepping into a school he's never been in before. So that'll be interesting. No orientation this year. Just oh, like wow. a virtual tour of what the building looks like. So I can only imagine what that first day will be. And, and then... Uh, big school, too. Big school. Big school. Um, and a kid who likes to know what's happening. So, so we'll see. And then my Dylan, my fifth grade, uh, Feeney Dylan. Yeah, that's how we started this yep. connection. I was Dylan's third grade teacher. Yep. And Dylan right away was like, you know, he, he, st- he stood out. He made a ticket holder mm-hmm. for me. For me to store my tickets, I had 21 students. I was, He's unorganized. He needs something to put these tickets. <laughs> each kid gets a ticket, and Dylan created these little cabinets, 21 cabinets for each student to store their ticket. And it was amazing, and it was built with cardboard, and it was numbered and labeled. And that was my first makerspace ever action. So, and here we are. Here we We're are. still doing the makerspace. We are. We are. And, uh, you know, very creative uh, makerspace. Uh, again, I want to thank you. We just talked, episode three, we talked with Rob. Rob was the live entertainment at Makerspace. What was the name of their band? What was Rob's band? Sunday Vinyl. Okay, very good. I have to remember that. He said something hilarious that I don't know if you saw, but uh-huh. he said that behind the gazebo, uh-huh. a man fell out of the wheelchair. No. Do you remember any of this? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Did anybody see him? I guess the drummer stopped and picked up because Rob's completely g- oblivious. Look, and he goes, "Where's my drummer? Oh, he's picking up someone to put him back in the wheelchair." No. I told Rob, to get up he's, the curb or something." I don't even remember a wheelchair there. I said it was the rock music. Oh. I thought the guy was jamming out too much. Oh, he <laughs> just rolled out. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I missed that whole thing. That that whole day was it was a blur. It's uh. No, it was last year, October yeah, yeah, yeah. 6th, and yeah. we were down at the Elmwood Community Center. Yep, yep. I mean, how long did we collect cardboard for? And for a real long time. Months, it seemed like. Well, maybe August, September. So a couple months. I think it you started in You want to talk about your August. garage? Huh? How about your garage? My garage, pretty hideous. I, uh, I ended up towards the end. We started to panic that there wouldn't be enough cardboard, so I was hitting up the... Uh, refrigerator store or the Mark's appliance yep. and uh, filling, pulling boxes out of his dumpster daily and filling the garage. We couldn't walk. We could hardly lift the door. 
It was, it was a lot of cardboard. Well worth it. Was it? Did you connect with Mark at Mark's Appliance or someone else? Yes, with oh, Mark. Mark. Yep, yep. All right, shout out to Mark's Appliance. Thank yep, you for yep, that. Yep, thank you for that. We the had refrigerator cases full of cardboard stacked, and they weighed about 100 pounds each. Yes. We rented a U-Haul to get the garage, <laughs> to empty your garage of the 1,000 pounds of cardboard uh -huh. to display it or set it up around uh -huh. the grass of Elmwood Senior Center, uh -huh. and then just let the kids build. It was beautiful and and paint and cut and do whatever they wanted to do with the cardboard that they wouldn't be allowed to do with at home so it was very cool very cool and the the cardboard we had originally thought oh we'll just you know we'll we'll put it in the van we'll just drop it off you know little by little that morning but then once you look in the garage and you realize like there's no moving um, you know, it was very lucky you even found a U-Haul at, yeah. the, at the ninth hour to even <laughs> fill with cardboard because cause that would have been a big problem. We never would have gotten the cardboard there. That was a detail that was No, forgotten. stacked from, from the door to the back. And then the best part was the cardboard all being dropped off, crack of dawn before the sun rises, and then the sun does rise and uh, dogs begin training in the fields right next to our cardboard and the thought that they're peeing all over our cardboard hours before all these children are supposed to show up. <laughs> oh my God. Yep, small detail that we forgot to tell the community center. Let's yeah. not have the dog training. No dog training. Uh, but it worked out. What are the chances? Do you want to talk about the benefits of Makerspace? And... Sure. Um, so, and many people have zero idea what I'm talking about when I even say makerspace, but, um, or they say, oh, it's just a craft, and uh, it's not a craft. It's, um, I see it as an opportunity for children to um, make things to build, to use tools that they, they aren't typically allowed to use, or um, to problem solve in ways where uh, things can't go wrong. I mean, Things can work out in ways that they don't think, but um, it gives them an opportunity to problem solve. And uh, I started it, so I, I ran it through the Elmo Community Center before Dylan was in your class, and then, um, which was great. And I, had, I ran it on Wednesdays and Fridays and had different groups of children. Um, all of them would come in and be um, so shocked that they were allowed to use scissors and allowed to use a glue gun and, you know, like all of that broke my heart because all children should be able to be using those things whenever. Um, so it was really great to start with that small little group. Um, the whole reason I started that with that little group was I was going into schools for my job and um, classroom after classroom it was teacher, teacher, not child and those poor things were crumbling. So I needed something to like satisfy, I guess, my own guilt that these poor children weren't able to express themselves. Um, and it's turning out the way that I thought that it would. Your children yeah. are jumping on it. Like no, once, once they get the idea that, that it's okay and I'm not gonna say no to them, um, then they build some pretty, pretty awesome things. Yeah. I think they, they the 
the children who come in and um, haven't had opportunities to use tools or haven't had opportunities to play out building something that they had in their mind are um, like missing out on a risk that they need for uh, the rest of them. And I love how it started off, what are you making? I don't know. I don't know. And then it, yeah. then it evolves to, you know, the pinball machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen skee-ball. Yeah. Even, even this week uh, or this summer when we've been doing it, you can see, it, I mean, you can't deny child development. You can't deny how children learn. It, it's just right there in front of you. And um, with a cabin full of kids, you'll see the kids who are just gluing and stacking, gluing and stacking, gluing and stacking. No other purpose. They just want to glue and they want to stack. And, um, and that's fine. Like That's where they are developmentally. You kind of have to do that before you can... Um, come up with an idea to like it's steps in process and so many people see you know like a group of fifth graders gluing and stacking as a mess in trouble and it's not it's just that they haven't had any opportunity to do that so you got to get that out of the way before you come up with your great idea that you're going to build like the experimental phase yeah yeah regardless of your age if you've never used the tool you've never used the tool so you can't assume that they're going to know they're going to look a certain way using it regardless of their age Um, well wendy's talking about high meadow day camp uh, where I work and Wendy has been running our makerspace cabbing every other week and it is an absolute hit and the campers love it. Um, I can't thank High Meadow Day Camp enough. They also sponsor and support Friends of Feeney for our parades. They're on the back of the shirt, High Meadow Day Camp. Um, it's a great place. And uh, funny, someone there was like, what's Makerspace? What's that? Kids playing with trash? Let's get the big blocks, the big blue blocks that we see at the dentist's office and yeah, the doctor's. 15 grand later. And then the kids touch them and they get dirty and they could only plug them one way. And, and someone, you know, the person that said it was like, wow, Makerspace is a hit. So thank you so much for doing it. It has to be Kids don't, if the, um, there was a study about playgrounds a while ago. And they talked about the, the playgrounds you see in every schoolyard. Um, even if it has the tunnels and the slides and it looks so cool, um, children will spend maybe 15, 20 minutes. They'll figure out how everything works and then they're done. Like it's mm-hmm. a closed ended object. And then they start doing their own thing. So then they're climbing on the tunnels and they're running up the slides and adults are screaming at them. But I mean, it's a closed ended yeah. piece of equipment, whereas Makerspace isn't. So if you want to use your cardboard to build, I don't even know what you want to build, a giant robotic hand, then rock on. And, and that's what children need. They don't yeah. need things that only um, take them so far and then somebody tells them they're doing it wrong and they have to go back. Just, there's too much of yeah, that. Yeah, my daughters were building a whole house yeah, set. Beautiful houses. Bunk you got beds, pack those away. <gasps> staircase, bunk beds, roof. Porcelain sink. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah, poor, yeah, detail too. Yeah. Uh, blankets for the yes. beds, and then a they closet with hooks, and they hung little scarves and all their. Pretty gorgeous. good, pretty good, pretty creative. Gorgeous. And then they sent, then they set up a tent outside that had an outhouse, yes. which they had to show me, and you know, yes. get the giggles going. Adorable little roll of toilet. I show everybody. <laughs> Did you see the toilet paper? Yeah, so they made cute. sure to point that out. Yeah. Uh, 
No, I love the creating that is going on there in Makerspace. I mean, if Makerspace was around when I was a kid, who knows? I could be working for NASA. Stop it. I could be an astronaut. Stop it. Here I am, second grade teacher. But creating. But. Creative person. And letting. Right? So oh, not yeah. being held back. Yeah. Yeah. Too so many are held back and then they just stop and give up. Like that's the end of that. That was great. You volunteered in our class when Dylan was in the class every other Friday or maybe, you know, near the end of the school year. And we had the Makerspace Corner, which was a big pile Chaos. of cardboard. And but, and then we, the kids built games for the school fair. And I don't know if you noticed or saw how the bounce house and the putt-putt. and Not you know, so cool. But then Makerspace area was the high. hit. And I couldn't have been more proud and thankful. Uh, it was huge. The kids were playing, again, skee-ball. We had games that our students had made. Uh, we had a claw machine. We yep. had pinball. We had skee-ball. Yep. But then we also had materials out for other yes. kids to build. Yes. And it was a hit. And that was the greatest because that's where I stood. We had, um, uh, what is it called? Long strip. Uh, power surge power surge so we had two power surges and every plug had another glue gun in it and i just put them there and all on all hot glue just oozing and uh and then i just stood back and watched as children would come up and then a parent would pull them away and i'm like no 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 and the children would come up like it just the littlest ones are gluing and i'm like they're fine just don't touch the tip i mean it That's just it. as long as you know how to use it then I mean, I, I'll burn myself as a grown yeah. adult. You know, it's not. And the worst that happens, you get a little burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they'll remember that. So, I don't know. Those are our problem solvers, and we need problem solvers. And, uh, and then collaborating, because yeah. sometimes, like you said, you know, there's only one or two scissors or the right? cardboard saw, so they have to share, take yes. turns. I had kids that were teaming up to make yes. the pinball. Yeah. Uh, they made the soccer. Oh, the soccer game. Yes. That was a fun one, Foosball. too. Yep. Foosball. Foosball. Yep, yep, yep. And they had to think about it. So it's not just, um, oh, let me grab this and, and do it without any thought. They had to, they had their journals. They had to think out that process. They're using their executive functioning. This is what, how I'm going to plan. This is how I'm going to do it. And then after, this is what went wrong. This is what went right. Um, to modify, like, those are all life skills. Oh. And if you could teach those life skills by playing with cardboard and glue guns, then, I mean, that's a win. That was going to go in the trash and be recycled anyway. Yes, yes. No, even the foosball had lights. Yes, everything We got had the little lights. dollar lights. I know. I didn't bring Kids were doing currents. And, oh, it was great. They love the lights, the paper circuits. This, we'll see, fingers crossed, but I'm supposed to be back at the community center in September. And because it's smaller groups, a little more contained, I'll bring the... The circuits and we'll make things light up okay um we'll make sure that. please ask if we can do a social distancing cardboard yes, global yes. cardboard challenge i know in october i know because i felt like this year was going to be even bigger because you, problem like lessons learned right we had pepe's pizza donated pizza elmwood bakery donated food uh chicken nuggets and fries um beachland tavern donated chicken tenders what did i say elmwood Elmwood Pastry. Yeah, that's all right. Elmwood Pastry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Shout out to Beach and Tavern with the, yeah. with the uh, chicken nuggets and fries. Yeah, Elmwood yeah. doesn't do that. That's yeah. right. They Elmwood. did let us hang their posters, though, so <laughs> they were a win. They were. I know. I hope um, it's not just our little cardboard day. It's an international day of play, the first Saturday in October. And 
I've been watching um, flutters of emails and uh, as other people are trying to figure out what to oh, do. They're you don't want to just, you know, get rid of the day of play. Children need it, but we have to be safe. So I've kind of been watching to see what other places are doing and planning because it would be sad. To I was thinking like how um, Elmwood Community Center is huge grass. Huge, if huge. we spray painted squares. Yeah. Like at Each camp kid stays in their square. Yeah, or here's your family. Your pile like, this is of, your clan. You yeah, know? here's your pile of duct tape and yeah. cardboard. Yeah. But then there's like the sharing of the tools we'd have to concerned. I know. And we can't say bring your own because nobody will bring a tool. But it's something to think about. Even if it was, I don't know. I'm still thinking. It's, it's too big a day to, to just let go by. And then Elmwood Makerspace. I don't know if you noticed. This is the our shirt that we wore that day. Nope. Elmwood Makers. Elmwood Makers. Vine. I know. Check that color, one out. Huh? Hers is way more. <laughs> that one pops. But Elmwood Makers also has a Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So check it out. Uh, you should definitely look into it. You should definitely let your child play with cardboard, tape, and explore. Um, and don't direct them. Just like stand back. And if it's too much anxiety, leave the room. Like, it'll be all right. Yeah, don't give suggestions <laughs> no. or I think you should make yeah. this or what. No. Just let them do it. And when they say, I don't know, just let so them keep building. Right. And, and some kids come in and um, like this summer, they'll come in. And, I don't know what to make. I don't know. I said, well, just start picking things up. You know, go, put your hands through the buttons. Put your hands through the cardboard. Grab some tape. See? Like, yeah, put your hand today in the you pom-pom bucket. A like you'll... pile of nuts and bolts. <laughs> yes, yes. My brother is an electrician, and he does um, elect, uh, electrical work for, uh, like, at, no, big companies. And whenever they do a project, so they order their however much millions of dollars it takes to, like, re-light bulb Aetna. And then all the leftover parts, are that's it. They just leave them, and then they move on to the next site and order more. And I, I, it blows my mind. So Are you going to get your brother in trouble with saying this on the air? I think so. Huh? I didn't say who my brother is or where yeah, he works. She doesn't know. We don't no. have the same last name. <laughs> um, but I, you know, to use the wire. So to, uh, some kids were making, like, lassos and things with the wire, which is not so safe. So that's hazard versus risk. So oh. I step in when there's hazard. I don't step in when there's risk. Um, but then the other kids were taking them and, and they made the most beautiful like butterflies or flowers, just molding the wire. Coolest. Yeah. Like who's going to have that opportunity? No, I love the fact in third grade or when I walk grade. by your makerspace, one day they're hammering a nail and yeah. doing string art. The next day they're sewing. Yeah. Uh, the next day they're making buttons. Yeah. It's like so many the of them. endless opportunities. Yeah, just do it. And so many of them. Oh, I can't. I can't touch a needle like that. I yeah. can't. I can't sew. I can't touch a needle. I'm like, oh no, you can touch a needle. What What inspired you to get into makerspace, or who inspired um, you? Um, I think it was just a um, like a over years of being in classrooms. So once I stepped out of the classroom and then I started going in in a support role. Um, as the years go by, the classrooms just became more and more directive and less and less. More, too much teacher talk. Yeah. And, and I'd, I'd be called into a school because there are behavior problems in the classroom and we need suggestion. And 
You know, I'll spend a few hours in your classroom and I'll say, you need to calm down because it's yeah. you creating this scene. You know, there's your children, if you look at them, you can see that they've, they need a break yeah. like from your voice well, and that's from where your we, direction. Yeah. And, and once you do that and you step back and you realize that you're, you don't have to be in control, like the teacher doesn't have to be the teacher, then so many things calm down in a classroom. No, that's why I agree with you 100%. Kids yeah. need hands-on activity, collaboration, group work. And they need to, it, they need to feel around. like it comes from them. That doesn't mean that a teacher doesn't use their psychology background to decide what goes into the classroom or make those decisions. But if children feel as though they're in control and they're making those decisions, then that builds their confidence and, and it calms them down. Yeah. And then so, they're busy and not bored because yeah. I could barely sit for, you know, I would yeah. say 25 minutes. That's it. You can't expect a child no. to sit for that. No. So. My, um, so when Dylan was, I think it was first grade, he would, I think it was first grade, I would pick him up and we would leave the parking lot and he would be. Uh, in circles and circles and circles and circles, like as we're walking to the car, on the curb, off the car, on the curb, off the curb, like just movement, moving, 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 moving. And, you know, I didn't stop him. If you want to run circles around me while we walk to the car, whatever, like, like clearly your body is telling you you need to be doing that. And it's not a rip, it's not a hazard. Um, so I, the, somebody at some point, crossing guard or someone, said something about, man, he's, he's active or on and off, on and off. And he said, I, it, it takes so much to, how did he word it? It was something that like shook me. It was, I, I try so hard all day long to keep it in, like stay still, pay attention, um, stay focused that once I get outside, I, I have to, like a, more power to you then like keep running yeah that's fine by me kids need that they can't they can't take in and just like adults like as as i'm sure as a teacher you've sat in pd i've oh. sat in pd I, you know you can only sit so long before your mind is trailing or kids are the same way and we're we're silly if we think that they're not yeah no, you want to get into your job, per professor or training yes. teachers so, or? Yes. So um, I worked as a preschool teacher originally um, with the youngest. I wanted as young as I can go um, just because I knew that developmentally those are the critical years to get the brain um, where you want it to be when they're older, which I loved. Um, and then I stepped out of that role after having Owen pregnant with Gavin, um, because it really was 24 hour job. At that point I had, um, become a director in a, um, early learning program and it was a lot. I loved it, but it was 24 hour, you know, 4 AM. I, I have a headache. I'm not coming to work. It just, it was a lot. And um, so I stepped into, someone at that point had called me from Capitol, which is uh, the college downtown, Hartford, and said they needed, um, needed someone to teach a class. Would I be want, willing to teach the class? 
Um, so I said, sure. Um, I had never taught a class. I had never seen myself teaching adults. That just wasn't my jam. But um, they were great. It was a great group. And so you went from the youngest of the young to college. To college. No in between. No in between. Wow. Um, I went from, you know, I'm taller than you to they're all taller than me, but <laughs> it's fine. That's like the story of my life. But um, yeah. And, and so from there, I thought, well, you know, when I'm in my own classroom, I can, you know, positively affect the lives of this group. But, um, and then next year's group, but not, not more than that. Um, so I thought, well, if I, if I go into teaching and I have a class full of students who want to go into teaching, then I can affect a few more who could All then right. go out and affect a few more. Um, and that was, that was kind of my mind thinking. Um, I did that part time. I didn't, I did one, maybe two semesters or one or two classes a semester. Uh, you can only teach up to two. I would teach at Goodwin, where I know you taught. Um, a few semesters helping my girl out. And then um, I, I was at Crack for the last 15 years. So Crack nice. is in Hartford. They manage and run all the magnet schools throughout this part of the state. Um, and in that role, I was the facilitator, coach, trainer. So that was the, the organization that sent me into schools to work with principals or work with teachers. And you're um, still doing that? I do that on the side hustle. <laughs> um, so that work all comes out of the Office of Early Childhood. Gotcha. So um, once I, this past January, I left Crack as an official employee and started at Tungsis as a full-time faculty. Gotcha. So I teach five classes there. And, um, and then the Office of Early Childhood, when there's work that um, is really interesting, then I, I tap into that, <clears throat> those opportunities also. So that's the coaching in the, because I want to stay in the classrooms. You can't, um, I had an opportunity to apply for a full-time faculty a handful, maybe six years ago, but the thought of removing myself from classrooms, which is the real life, um, which is what students in school need to hear about. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think that that, I think that would have made me less of a teacher to not be in those classrooms. Does I like how you te you're teaching teachers to spread it. I like that analogy, the math it. there, but where you just have that group. So that's my, my, my evil plan. And then, yeah, you, you brought up the Goodwin thing. Yeah, I taught two semesters, uh, educational leadership for early childhood. Yes. I was an adjunct professor at Goodwin yes. College. Yes. And again, teaching adults was interesting. Interesting. It's different. They were daycare providers so, and yep. pre-K teachers. Yep. Yep. It was fun. And for that course, they need, so in order to... Um, work in childcare at a admin level, um, you have to have those leadership courses and that, those credits. So, um, yeah, that's where those classes came and from. And then speaking of all this education, can you think of a teacher that was very important to you and uh, special? Or a school, a moment? I had, 
I mean, I, there are little moments where I remember, but there wasn't one particular person. Um, there were little things that I remember about adults that I thought, I like that. And that's, that's a um, characteristic I want in myself. Um, I had a high school teacher who called me unteachable and mm. removed me from the class. So I always remember that too. Oh, so yeah. the, the, the children who are, um, or even my students in my classes, the ones who are um, the struggling ones, the ones in the back, the ones who will make really quick eye contact with me and then quickly look down. Um, those are the ones I gravitate towards because I feel like the ones in the front row um, taking notes are fine. Yeah, they're good. Um, yep, I, I agree with you there. And I feel like that teacher who, who deemed me unteachable. Um, Did that motivate you? Or pissed me off. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get motivated in weird ways. Yep. And that, that was enough to go, really? Okay. Um, I'll continue on. So. Yeah. Sixth grade, I had a teacher. I was, and imagine a sixth grade. Waterbury, Connecticut, they had the A group, the B group, the C group, and the D group. That's how they were grouped. And, and you, I was know, in, you know what group is what. I mean, you're the A group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the A group. Yeah. The first week of school, I missed a homework assignment. The Ooh. teacher calls me up in the <gasps> front of the room Mm-mm. and was like, you see, you missed homework. And I was like embarrassed. And she's like, you're going to the B group. No. And it was like crushing to me. And Sh- public I know shaming. who she is. Public and I remember her and she was forever. like. Forever. Yeah, I went on to becoming a teacher, and she was like a principal, and I gave her dirty look. It was right, not a good. Yeah, it was not a good. So that motivated me to like. But you know what? Never sad? to be like her. Exactly, and I think that's what I got. Is that spiteful? Maybe spiteful, but but in a good way. But in a good way because I'm sticking up then for the kids. But what's sad is she'll never know. Like she'll never realize that it was that moment. That yeah. even affected it because there's you were probably the first of many to drop to the B group oh. or the, the D group. Or imagine, imagine just being in the C group yeah. or like I'm in the D group. You're Look like, at these oh, guys in the A group. I thought I was a good. I thought I was doing well. So yeah, ridiculous. No. I could see like they used to do like maybe gold, red, blue teams. Yeah, I get something. that, but straight up A group. You're the one, two, three, and four. No. I thought. Mentioning and speaking of makerspace, you were going to mention because you had these really awesome canned airplanes. Oh, my grandfather. Yes, I thought yes. you were going to mention him because yes. those were amazing soda cans yeah. that were cut and bent to look like an actual airplane. Yeah, my so, papa. So the original maker, and he made, um, he would get. I want to say it's like 14 or 15 cans. Um, He'd either can't, like he'd scoop them up as we're drinking them, or he'd go down to Crazy Bruce's and say, I need 15 of this can. And he would sit with his um, X-Acto knife and cut it and fit it in. I mean, there's no glue. It's just cut and fit like the original maker. Yeah, that's um, not your guy. That's not your inspiration. No, I mean, I think that's in my blood. So that's my grandfather. And then my mother is sewer, has, um, has been making things since uh, I don't remember her any other way. So that's his daughter. And then I it's think in it's the genetic. It's in the blood. Yeah, no, that, 
that plane was amazing. And now that you say that, it was all the same brand yeah. of cam. So we would sit, you know, if there was a party or something, he'd come over, where'd you get that cam? How many more of that are there? I'm like, oh, we only have a six pack. Go get more. Where's the brewery? Like, how do I get that? It was, it was very cool. I also want to shout out my papa. Papa, we called him, papa. He would get milk gallons. And you know the red ring that you would rip yeah. off the red ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would collect all the red rings. I think he welded it. Welded oh. it to a circle. And he would make circles. And he would chain his Christmas tree. Oh, how With the cool. red. Maker. He was the maker. Yeah, see? That's my papa. That's my mom's dad. See? And your mom's a maker. She's a maker. She is. So papa, yeah. Oh. The milk. See, it's genetic. I think he did something else too, but that that now you say it reminded me. I maybe it was along the windows. I mean, it was ever. I don't know how yeah, much yeah. milk he drank yeah, or where yeah. did he get it from. But yeah. no, being creative, reuse, recycle. Let's, That's it. Yep. I like it. Nope. Nope. Yeah. No. We have those planes all over the house. There's one outside in the garden, and then there. Um, I, I really need to get the ones that are in the basement hung so they at least spin. Um, but yeah, he would put them, so in his garage, he would have, um, like poles, I guess, that would go across the top of the garage, and then all these planes would be hanging in there. Um, and he would sell them, or he would give them away, or he loved his planes. Oh, those were much. awesome. Did he make anything else? Uh, he would make everything. So his, there's a, um... He, made a, he would make lamps like out of an upside down garbage can, not like the wire garbage can, but um, a plastic one and he would drill holes in it. So the whole thing was just circles of holes. And then he would put little, um, like the Christmas lights, the colored Christmas lights. So he put all of those in all of the holes and then, and they must've, the wires must've been on the inside. And then he would hang it. So it almost looked like a- um, Disco ball. Maybe. Well, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a disco Chandelier? Ball. Like a chandelier. Okay. What are the chandeliers that, not chandelier, the lights that are glass. Um, I can't believe I've lost the word because I love them. But um, anyway. Cool. Yeah, he makes lots of things. Very cool. No, it's all about letting the kids explore and expand their yeah. mind and create and build. And then feel good about themselves for doing it. Yeah. Um, and feel like hey, I built that and, and that went really well. So now I can build something else and then build something else. And, and there's a lot of pride, like you said. Yeah. And that's it, what they need. And what do you think about at pickup when the parents, some, <laughs> mm -mm. some, there's two bits, a couple types of parents. There's mm -hmm. some parents like, what the heck are mm -hmm. you bringing to my car? And they're like, no, I don't think so. Just leave it Throw right it there. in the trunk or don't even put that in my car. I and know. then there are some are like, What'd you build? Tell me about Those it. Those are my people. <laughs> right? Like, there. Yeah. be the parent that yeah. asks. Like, what just did you keep build? It in. Tell me yeah. what inspired you. What made you do it? Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah, that's it. Just ask them what, like, pose one thought, and then they're going to talk the whole ride home. You don't have to engage anymore. Like, just, but don't drop it in the I saw this kid. Lot. He just really had, like, <laughs> a huge box. Yeah. And it was not even really. Done. It was no. like a couple green things on it, yeah. but it was a spaceship that was a time machine and yes. a portal, yeah. and mom was all about it. Yeah, he had a whole story. Whole and story. I felt that kid was a good kid, and yeah. maybe is that the reason why that kid's a good kid? Cause, yeah. you know. Well, because well, he has those opportunities. 
to feel good about himself, yeah. right? So the so the child, you know, there were a couple real big things that left today, and I, I watched them drag them off, and I think, oh, you know, I hope you're bringing that to a car where someone's gonna care that it's there. Yeah. Just because the, the you know, in in one experience of that parent saying, I just can't like throw that in the. That's trash. the B group, A group's the B group experience. <laughs> no! Like one time, it's not gonna, not gonna totally, you know, as long as there are other people out there who are um, recognizing what they're doing, but but time after time, you know, that kid's just gonna sit there and I, I always say to my students, um, if you if you keep doing everything for them, then they're gonna grow up to be third graders who can't sharpen a pencil, yeah. who, who like are crying. And, and the third grade teacher can't have time for that. You know, yeah. you, you have to let them sharpen the pencil. You have to, like, at two, three years old, give them a, sh- it's all right. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's a risk. It's not a hazard. I like, like that. Like a knife is I've a hazard. I've never heard that. You say that before, risk and hazard. It's I like different. it. different. People Be- blend them, though. They see it as the same. Like, it, it's just another word. But it's not. Like, we need risk in order to be successful people. Hazard could be... Yeah, dangerous. We don't need that. All right, speaking of three boys, my nephew makes a mask <laughs> with... Yes! I don't know what these spikes were. <laughs> oh. Is that risk or hazard? Your nephew's in that group? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it was hazard originally <laughs> because when I turned around, those spikes were nails. Oh. And I said, okay, we can't do the nails. That's a hazard. We're going to pop those nails out and I'll find you something else to use instead. Or what can we use instead? So they went to the... Um, Some sort of stick. Stick. They went, yeah. It was like a, um, like a shish kebab stick. Um, there, were like si- there were five or six boys in there oh, yeah. who he made those it. masks He's with like, the spikes coming out. In the, in the fir- and I don't know which one was... <laughs> Which one he's was like your nephew? 300. The, the kid turned around, the first one, and he's like, look at my mask. And I was like, nails. I'm like, oh, it's a great mask. But I go, where'd you get those nails? And I thought maybe, because we had been hammering and, and we had been using wood, so I thought maybe there were just a couple random nails that you know had fallen in the dirt, and he found them and thought, this is awesome. I'm going to stick them through. And then when I saw like five more masks come up to me with these nails, um, I realized that they had found a jar of them in my car. So, which we were using for the woodworking, which is fine. I do let them take things from the back of the car, but I I saw that as I had had to take. (laughs) That was funny. That was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, we did the pop, we did the the shish kebab sticks instead. That's my godson too. Shout out to my godson, Joe. The uh, Spartan. The nail could hurt. The popsicle stick. I mean, the um, the shish kebab will prick, but it's not a big deal. But yeah. Now it's funny. And then back to like three boys, and I have two girls, and they read, and they create, and they draw, and then <laughs> over there, we rumble and roll and play <laughs> basketball games in the pool that yeah. I can't even. You know, I just have to step games away. Games to forty-five. Uh huh. I was like, did you really play? They like, yeah. The game started at eight, and it ended at. 10.30. 10.30. So you're and, in, the, in the pool for two and a half hours yeah. playing a game. Oh, yeah. And I can, I'm in the, I can hear them through the house. I and there's only one rule. I can tell scored. No goaltending. So you can't oh, the stand over. Like the goaltending is like when you reach oh, yeah, your yeah, hand yeah. over the goal and block it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. 
No doing that. But you could bang each other to the side of the and pool, try to drown each other. And they do it in the dark. And Dylan had like cuts on his nose. <laughs> I know. I was like, did your cat get you? He goes, no, no. pool ball. <laughs> and I always felt bad, my poor Dylan, because Owen, um, Owen never had, you know, people attacking him in the pool at, at in fifth grade. He's going to be the he, toughest one. He had a very different life. Dylan lived be. through high school brothers, high school friends, just a very loud house, always full of boys, always. Um, oh, well. He'll so be. whenever he has friends and they're, uh, I can tell, or I have to, I have to ask Dylan, is, is your friend um, the oldest? Because the, oh, yeah. there's Where definitely do they fall a in the difference rank structure between, of their house. Uh -huh. There's a difference between first child, third child, and first child, third child play together. Third child seems really rough, but third yeah, child I hope I don't has up. lived a different life. <laughs> first child eats dirt. You're like, oh, we got to take him to yeah, the yeah, doctor. Yeah, yeah. Third child, uh, second child eats dirt. You're like, wipe it out his face yeah, yeah. with soap. You're like, well, come on. Yeah. Third child eats dirt. You're like. That's lunch. It. Yeah. It's Move lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Protein. It's true. But that's how that worked. I, I used true. that too, my, my nephew. They're going to be tough kids. Yeah. It's like the middle guy's got to beat up the younger and the older. The older guy got to be big bro. Yeah. The little guy's got two big bros. So it's a whole. And it's not even, you know, I, I tell when I'm in classrooms with younger, uh, with teachers who have younger children or they have um, classrooms that are mostly boys. And they're they're trying to do their like girl directive plans. Yeah, you know, boys they they uh, engage differently, they interact differently. Yeah. You, your space has to be different. And and if it's not your comfort level, it's you know, I say too bad because mm -hmm. it's not your it's not your choice, right? It's their choice. So um, yeah, that goes in special place differentiation. For the boys. Yeah, Got yeah. It. You can't engage. Just, yeah, connect. Connect. You can't just, you know, think last year's room was perfect. So I'm gonna do everything the same because you're in for a. And then I also want to thank you. You've also been very supportive. You helped. You made that makerspace event, and I can't thank you enough. So I want to thank you on camera. And I want to also thank you for your support. Uh, even prior to the makerspace, you opened up your house to have people prepare <laughs> and make things for our parade. Yes. Uh, we had students and family come down there. We had and you random just, people there. Random people that were there. <laughs> yeah. Became friends. Yeah. Um, so I can't thank you. I had a, I made a Spartan helmet, which I'm very proud of. I still have. And it has like the Mohawk, the, uh, the Trojan Spartan helmet. I should find USC. a picture because they they look at all the pictures in the cabin and they're like, oh, how do I make this one? How do I make this one? And I said, that one right there. You go ask Feeney because he has that one. He I made that I'll one himself. Wow. Again, thank you so much. It. And then like the support with all the fundraisers, um, helping purchase the gear and the socks mm -hmm. and the hoodies. And I can't thank you enough. No. And you are definitely My a friend pleasure. of Feeney. Uh, you know, and I, I'm, I was honored to teach your kid, Dylan, Big D. It was a Call good Big year D. for Big D. He still quotes third grade happenings. <laughs> and it opened my eyes to Makerspace, and I would like to continue that. So um, 
No, parents like that, like West Hartford, you're a West Hartford parent. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Hartford parents are great. I'm a West Hartford parent of a, of a student and also a teacher. I live and work in this community. I love the community. We have parents like Wendy that volunteer their time and open up the classroom to a whole new learning experience and giving them makerspace. Um, or for you being brave enough to allow the classroom to be open or to give away some of that control because that... Oh, that was tough. That would not be... Oh, I know. You already know my classroom's messy, (laughs) but then to add makerspace to it, I mean, it looked like a recycling center. There were a couple of times you're like, all right, this is going to come together. It's going to come together, right? Like, it's going to be fine. But But. it all came together uh, at that school fair and it was amazing to see. That was the hottest table yes, of the always. event the school fair like you said plugged in glue sticks so so funny watching kids use a glue gun for the first time or adults um do you have any connections or you want to share anything about friends of feeney or um I, I mean i think the the um i hadn't heard of friends of feeney until dylan was in your class and the um uh, I mean, the name Friends of Feeney comes like screaming through when you have a student in your room. Um, so I think that's, that was our first uh, connection to it. But, but anything that is um, built from um, supporting children at the heart, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be there for that 100%. And that's what Friends of Feeney is. I mean, it's um, pulling together and supporting those in need in any way that I can help that, especially if it has to do with children. Not that, you know, I'm not going to help an adult, but um, any way that there are connections that can be made to help help children um, in any way, uh, I'll be there to support that. So. Well, thank you so much. And I know you were a little nervous coming in, but you, did, uh, you killed it. You were uh, awesome. All these cameras, not my jam, but I can teach in front of a room, you know, give me a hundred students, but throw a camera and a mic. No, I always like talking in front of children more than adults, but Uh, Uh, here we are. Here we are. And I can't thank you enough for coming and sharing about Makerspace. Look up the Elmwood Makers, again, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, Elmwood Makers. And then Uh, look, if you're in West Hartford, even if you're not in West Hartford, it's in um, they put the leisure services catalog is out. It went out Monday. Yep, the West Hartford Leisure Program. Yep, so it's in there. It should there. be at Elmwood Community Center. And Fridays, 4 to 6. 4 to 6. Yep. And even if you don't, I mean, that I highly encourage and go, but even if you would like to just give your kids some cardboard Please. and duct tape. And just walk out of the room. It'll be all right. Build their brains and they're, they're just... Or put them in the yard, like if that makes you feel more comfortable with the duct tape in the cardboard, but but just let them do it. All right, again, I'd like to thank Wendy from Elmwood Makers and Dave from Direct Line Media. This is episode four. Uh, stay tuned for five and six. I uh, can't thank you enough. It was fun. Thank you. See you soon, Elmwood Makers. <laughs>